But tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Welcome to another shit show on the Biker's Lifestyle Podcast with your host, Dirty and Tank. So how did last week go? Where the fuck were you? I was, uh, I was, uh, at home, uh, doing biker stuff. Doing biker stuff? Yeah, we had this fucking Trent dildo showed up. Oh my God. How'd that go? <laughs> what did Trent have to say? Why don't you watch the, watch the, uh, the episode you can see. Oh, I don't watch it. He's fucking woke. Trent, Trent is woke. How that? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, he had, he had an answer for everything. That's all wow. I can say. Well, sounds like he had a, a fun episode. I don't know if fun's the word. Let's just say I showed a lot of restraint. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's it, You got to go with the times, you know? You don't have to go with the times. Well, I mean, you do if you don't want to get canceled. Yeah. Who's going to cancel us? I know, right? <laughs> they don't, they're not willing to piss off those seven people out there in the world. Although I've noticed, they, I did read an article today that said that Facebook is going back on personal accounts now to uh, to censor and to uh, fact check your past posts from years ago. So, yeah, yeah, good luck. I mean, that's what they want to spend their time. Think about that: Facebook, YouTube, whatever—they are roaming. Uh, or they have algorithms that are roaming and going through past accounts of, per, of private citizens that said the bad words. Yes. Yeah. To censor, basically. Why? Why would you do that? Well, Trent would have a reason why, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure a guy like that would. But I mean, like, like, let's like, like you have to understand these are multi-billion dollar corporations. Mm-hmm. So they have board meetings. They have directors. Yeah. So that means they were in a room. And they were like, listen, here's the problem with our, here's the problem that we have on our platforms that we're using. Somebody said retard in 2017 and we can't have it. Yeah. We can't have it. We need to, we need to make sure that they get a strike on their personal account of this random asshole who said fag in 2016. I mean, these are the same people that are going back and they're watching fucking, you know, uh, Gomer Pyle MC episodes from uh, the early 60s and going, well, we can't have that. That was terrible. I can't believe they did that. So they get all butthurt over something that happened 50 years ago. Yeah. I don't get it. We're, we're going to cancel history because it was too bad. Yeah, too bad. What so could sad. go wrong? What? Anyways. Anyways, so Anyways. Trent, Trent was here. It, it was interesting. We're probably going to have him back. Uh, we've got a lot of interesting commentary on it. Uh, um, so we've had an offer of a hearse. So if we wanted to make Trent go away, we could use the hearse. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I thought I held my own very well. And good. I thought I showed good restraint. Well, so good. we'll just leave it at that. Well, I mean, it's only the second time I haven't been involved in this podcast. That's the first very time true. was after surgery. Or was no right after the accident. Yeah. Of last year. And then uh last yeah. week I was at home. I 
I do biker stuff, uh, setting up deals with the IRA about moving product from Dublin to the West Coast. We're not supposed to talk about that. Oh shit! Don't worry about that. But um, did we get those new engine stamps and uh, and frame stamps from from seventies uh, version Harley's for the shovel heads we're gonna we're gonna we're going after? No. Oh damn. But yes. <laughs> but That's yes. code. Code, yeah, code. Well, the internet's full of all sorts of information, man. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, and, and people like they like they like to watch videos and learn how to do shit. Well, that's what brings us to today's topic: is that uh, the pandemic, people didn't get out as much as they would have liked, and they were at home more than they normally are. And I've noticed that there are, and and this is not a this is not a fucking stab at any channel. It's an observation, man. It, it's just how it is, okay? There's channels, podcasts, whatever, however you want to collect content of people talking about MC culture, MC protocol, uh, history, whatever. And they go on and on. And a lot of it's entertaining. A lot of it's informative. I mean, they're good channels. The problem is, is there's dumbasses out there that watch the, watch these channels and their content, and then all of a sudden they figure that, well, now I'm an expert, and I'm yeah. going to apply what I have learned into the real world. When I'm out and about and in a bar, or I'm at a rally, or I'm at an event, or I'm somewhere where there's an MC, or you know, even even writing clubs, that I'm gonna now I know the ins and outs. I know everything about them. So now I can interject. It's sort of like I'm not in the military or was ever in the military, but I have friends that have been in the military and they tell me that one of their biggest pet peeves is when they meet somebody who's never been in the military, give them a 20 minute explanation on why they were never in the military yeah, and what they would have done if they would have went in the military and how they feel about the other person's military service. How many times do you think we've had that very thing happen with motorcycle clubs? And that's why I bring it up. Because yeah. I don't know how many, at least once a weekend, at I least. meet a guy who not only was thinking about getting into an MC, was somehow offered a patch oh, at yes. some point in time. I swear to God, like every fucking weekend, there's this, well, you know, they wanted me to join, but at the time I couldn't do it because I just had a kid or yeah. oh, I was offered a patch, but you know, just that life's not for me. I'm a free spirit or I, I don't fucking, you can't tell me what to do. I'll ride wherever the fuck I want. I told him so. Yeah. Sonny Barger came to my house and offered me a full patch. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know what, Sonny, not today, sir. Yeah. Not today. That never fucking happened. And no, we know it never fucking happened. It doesn't happen. Because that's not how the world works. There's a whole process to it. You might as well tell me that you went out there and you invented the fucking internet. You're not Al Gore. Okay, you didn't okay. fucking do that. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, you know, entire Facebook pages that are dedicated to, like, you know, MC 101 protocol. And they get these people on there that obviously are not in the club, but they're trying to pass themselves off as somebody who's knowledgeable of it. And they ask these questions that are so general and generic in, in derivation. And then they want some sort of an answer from club people. And first of all, the club guy is not going to answer you. Second of all, if they do, it would be something so general that you're not going to find out what it is in their club. No club's going to put their own business out there. It just doesn't work that way. Well, people, 
often wonder why clubs are so secretive, you know, oh, why can't you just tell me? Well, because it's our shit, right? So why, why are certain clubs, their structure goes, hang around, prospect, full patch. And then other clubs go, hang around, probate, full patch. And then other clubs go, hang around, prospect, probate, full patch. Why is that? Fuck you, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Every club does things the way they see fit. The way that club evolved. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows why? Yeah. You know, why do we do what we do? Because that's what works best for us. And are we going to explain it to somebody? No. Why? Because fuck you, you don't matter. We're yeah. not going to tell you why we do shit. And if we were to go on and tell that publicly or go on to Facebook or YouTube or any of that, that would be considered weakness. Exactly. You're, yeah. you're, we've just gave you an insight into our personal lives. Mm-hmm. It's like a normal person going on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or Twitter and describing what they did that day in great detail. Nobody's going to do that. I have news for you. Those chicks you see on Instagram that are posting, oh, this is just me and my normal life, and they're wearing like a thong at the beach. Trust me. That was a thought-out, staged process. Oh, yeah. Who's taking the fucking picture? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The photographer. I don't I don't know any normal person that walks around with their own personal photographer. Okay? That girl on OnlyFans doesn't like you. Okay? <laughs> she just wants your money. Yeah. She's going to make her money. Yeah, the chick that looked at you in traffic in her car is not going to sleep with you now. So, it just it doesn't happen. You know, and that's... <laughs> And that's what brings me to my next point is I was, uh, well, we have, we have a ride every year called the strip poker run where we, uh, basically do a charity ride to raise money for, uh, victims of, uh, domestic violence, domestic which is violence, usually yeah. women, but it's 2021. So it's, it could be either or depending upon the day. I mean, that's what Trent would say. Oh, yeah, right? he would, would be, that's what Trent. Would and say. then Tank would say, "I mean, like the dykes fight each other," and then Trent would probably have a problem with that. And so I, I retract that. Is "dyke" a bad word? I don't know. I, Were you supposed to say "damn"? Because that's a bad word too. Uh, oh, can I say no. "lesbian"? I don't know. Bisexual? I don't know. I don't care. Carpet munchers. So Carpet. here's the thing. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so. so. This is how it all goes sour. Always. If this ever time. goes popular, this is the episode uh, we're going to look back on and say, don't listen to those guys. Look what they said. Look what they said. In 2021 in May. Yeah. That fucking guy said carpet muncher. Anyways. Said dyke. The other one said carpet muncher. It was terrible. Oh, fucking cancel the shit I, out of us. We don't want to be here program. anyways. We're only doing <laughs> this to fucking make like three people happy. Well, it could be four or five now. It might be. Uh, every time we get comments, somebody will say, hey, I'm your 12th listener. Cool. I'm your 13th. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool, man. But anyway, getting back. If only. Anyways, anyways, getting back. Lost my train of thought for a second. Well, yeah, that'll happen. But anyways, so I was at this establishment that has ladies who take their clothes off for money. It's called the strip club, and they still exist. Even in a woke America run by Democrats, strip clubs are still a thing. Yep. They will always be a thing. They're a good thing. Yeah. Okay. And I was talking to a young lady at the bar and she said, you know, MC members and strippers are kind of alike. I'm almost like, 
Yeah, all right. Well, where are you going with this? Yeah, where, you know? you going? where are you going with this? We got a stripper goes, pole in the well, clubhouse. I've never seen one of the members on. All it, you but... guys, all you guys have road names, and we all have stage names. By the way, if you're at a club and there's a nice young lady named Cinnamon, that is not her birth name. No. Okay. Her name is really not Cinnamon. It is not Destiny. It is not whatever she says it is. Yeah. Because she protects her true identity. Bikers do the same thing. We protect our true identity because that's how you get in trouble. You know, if you say dirty was at the bar the other day and dirty punched a guy, the cops would be like, well, who's this dirty guy anyways? Well, we don't know his real name. Yeah. Just like if a young lady was named cinnamon and one of these lonely guys is like, you know what? I know cinnamon is just here working because she needs somebody to take care of her. And the fact that she smiled at me and sat and talked to me for 15 minutes, that means that she knows that I can take care of her. So I'm going to follow cinnamon home and I'm going to make sure that nobody else messes with her. And the only way I can make sure totally that nobody messes with her is if I tie her up in my basement and keep her safe from the rest of the world. Yeah, That's why her name is cinnamon. Now, if, if you think that that chick is into you in the strip club, try talking to her when she's outside smoking the cigarette. I, I can assure you it's going to be a different thing altogether. That's why they walk to the car with a bouncer That's because right. of crazy people. That's right. Because there's a fuck ton of crazy people out there that don't live in the real world of reality. And they're all on social media. And half of them are fucking going to make a comment on a fucking video. Not this video. All our fans are normal people. They're all the good people. Yeah. But I mean, like, you go on other pages and you see or other videos or other whatever and you see all these people that got these long drawn out stories because they're trying to relate they're trying to relate to the host they're trying to relate to the content provider you know oh man that's just like back in the day in 1992 when i was out there riding with the sons of go fuck yourself and it was like Man, we got into so many bar fights. Oh, dude, I fucking once hit a guy in the face with a cue ball and his face blew up. And I didn't get caught by the cops because I'm super better than everybody Although they else. followed me home everywhere I went. Oh, my God. Everybody's got a story. And you know what? Maybe some of them are true. And maybe they aren't. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but the re- the reality of the, of, of the world that we're in in terms of the motorcycle club world is that all the stuff that goes on and all the stories that we would love to be able to tell, we won't. I can't. Can't. It... D- I can, I can fucking tell you what it's like being in charge of grown-ass men that want to act like grown-ass children. I can tell you that story. I can tell you all these different stories about shit that I've had to pull dudes' asses out of the fire. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to because this is the public sphere. And um, those stories are for fucking... Those stories are for the clubhouse when the doors are shut and there's a controlled audience and we have plenty of those but, we got a lot but you'll them. never hear them you won't hear them you won't want hear to hear them, them go 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 become a friend of the club then hang around the club then prospect the club and then maybe join and then, and then six then, months into being a full patch member i might tell you a secret possibly maybe we'll see mm. i don't know i mean and that's just that's the reality of the whole thing so if you, the think, world works, if you think that you're going to go on social media or a youtube how-to video and get truly real information about the world that is motorcycle clubs. It, it's not out there. It ain't happening. You get a taste at best. That's it. You at get best. a taste. You, you get a, you get a, a guideline on how not to get punched in the face on your first day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to read about it? You know, go read Sonny Barger's book. Go go read, uh, uh, what's his name? Doc Cavejo's book. You know, go read uh, 
uh, Dave, what the hell's his name there from the Outlaws wrote a book. He's a return preacher. You know, there's a lot there's, of books written out there on the subject, yeah. and these guys can all talk about it because it's called the statute of limitations. And and a lot of what they say is 100% true, and a lot of what they say has changed because the MC world evolves, it, it changes what, you know, and I know there's guys out there that do club history and this and that, and they say, oh, you know, if, if this club can just start, you know, like this insert old one percenter motorcycle club, if this club didn't ask for permission from anybody, then why should we my club that we just started in our basement last week yeah. why should we ask for permission well because uh times change and shit changes and yeah you can start anything you want you can do whatever the hell you want go ahead you know it this is still a free country so there's kinda. consequences though exactly now you have you have to understand like social media and the internet has changed the world and it's changed everything you know you can have a, you can have multiple different chapters, and in the Midwest per se, right? Let's say you lived in Wisconsin, and you had chapters in Wisconsin, you had chapters in Illinois, you had chapters in Minnesota. Okay, unless you rode out to the West Coast or did, you know, like rides where you were flying fucking colors loud and proud, chances are a club in New York or a club in in LA wouldn't have any idea who the fuck you are. Nowadays, go on fucking Facebook, go on Instagram, go on TikTok, and you got fucking clubs out there representing, flying loud and proud. I mean, shit, I know about fucking clubs in fucking North Carolina that I've never met. I would have no idea existed, but for some odd reason, YouTube said I should fucking check into it mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, suggested video for you. You know, and it's this dude and his club that I've never heard of. Now, it doesn't make them any unlegit. It doesn't mean that they're not a real deal. It just means the reason why I know about them is because social media fucking told me about them. Because they tagged a video and said motorcycle. And I said in my bio that I liked motorcycle. So YouTube put two and two yeah. together and was like, here you go. Motorcycle stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck, if you're watching us and you don't know who the fuck we are, think about it. You now know a lot about us, and you've never met us. That's right. That's right. And this brings me to my main point. Black Dragon had a video. came out a couple days ago, and it was about this dude who went off the fucking reservation, killed a couple, took shots at other people that were involved, that were all part of a motorcycle club. A one percenter popular club go watch this video we recommend it you know which one i'm talking about it, it's in the title i'm not going to get too deep into it there's not going to be any spoiler alerts but what i'm going to say is there's crazy people out there and you have to be careful of it because if you're in an mc you're going to attract crazy fucking people oh the patch becomes a target on your back exactly Crazy people are going to fucking want to be you when they're not you. They're going to expect that somehow or another, since I've seen six or seven or eight or 10 or 52 of your fucking videos, we're now friends. I've never met you. You're stranger danger to me. Yeah. I know that you feel connected because you're listening to the sound of our voice and you watch our videos and you're a fan and we appreciate it. That's cool. But I don't know who you are. 
yeah, you're going to get a very, a very vacuous look from me. I'm probably not going to pay much attention to you. I'll acknowledge you for a second, but there's a reason for that. Just like the same thing when those fucks come up and talk to us about, you know, wanting to be part of a motorcycle club. And they wonder why we're standing there with this fucking pained expression on our face. Well, because we've heard it so many times. Dude, this club would have 100,000 fucking, or well, not 100,000. Um, this club would be 100 fucking members strong in just Janesville alone if everybody who came up and said, hey, I'm thinking about joining your club actually followed through with it. Mm-hmm. Probably more. I mean, fuck, it, we don't have an event where a handful of fucking dudes don't go, you know, I've been thinking about joining a motorcycle club. And then, fuck, well, how do you... It, I mean, it, we let's, get let's it. Let's do this. Let's, we'll keep track. Saturday, we've got a ride coming up. We've got a, we've got a big event. Let's keep track of how many people you talk to and how many people I are we get approached by. Yeah. I'll be at the registration table, so I'm going to get a lot. I'm going to I'm going to hide somewhere. Oh. <laughs> You're going to help me out at the registration table. Come on, what man. What are you talking about? I'm going to – you're going to pull a miho? Kind of a big deal. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, well, whatever. Don't make me don't make me fucking hand down orders. Oh, but, uh, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm just one step below you. That's <laughs> on who you talk to. Anyways. Oh, no, he's gone. He left. <laughs> See? Secrets. Secrets. But, um, well, there's a reason for him. We're protecting ourselves. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. It's just, just, I don't know, man. We, 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 we joke about criminal activity. But... <laughs> There's no criminal activity. Like we don't have a chop shop going on. We're not out doing crime. <laughs> we had a chop shop going on. My bike wouldn't still be sitting in a right. fucking shop no, somewhere, right. waiting on fucking parts. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a done deal in a week. <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting there fucking arguing with fucking dipshit fucking boomers trying to fucking sell a fucking worthless hunk of shit fucking motorcycle just so I had something to ride till mine is fixed. Yeah. Fuck. You wouldn't be coming down and stealing my mine out of the, my, my other exactly. bike out of the garage, yeah. you know, and, and riding that. But at least you're able to ride. And if we were all fucking big, bad drug dealers or gun dealers or whatever the fuck, we wouldn't have to fucking be up fucking brothers' asses for fucking the measly fucking dudes that was fucking involved with this club. Yeah. I mean, fuck. It's like, well, Jesus Christ. Well, you know, they all, they all look at it and they think, oh, it's great. You guys, you ride around with your patches on, you go into bars, you go into strip clubs, you get the chicks. Like, if that was the only aspect of being in a motorcycle club, it would be a pretty cool fucking gig. But I got to tell you, there's a, so much more that goes into it. Look, the day and age of, you know, this ultimate freedom. First of all, the more I've been around the club life, and I'm not talking about YouTube, I'm not talking about Facebook or whatever, but the more I've been around the real club life and the real world, a lot of those stories are, I don't want to say made up, but I want to say exaggerated. Embellished. They're embellished. Yeah. Okay. And things, the country, look at it like this. Let's say you're talking to a dude that was in the scene in the 1970s, right? Well, 1970s is a hell of a lot fucking different than 2021. They were had biker wars. They're throwing bombs at each other's clubhouses, for God's sake. Well, not even that, but look at people. Look at the culture yeah, on the whole. That's very true. I mean, bars aren't what they used to be. You know, most bars on a Friday, Saturday night were hopping. Man, there was always people looking to get laid, and they were out there to meet new people and blah blah blah. And that was how 
you know, your parents met, you know, oh, you know, we were out and about and then I ran into her at this bar and we started talking and I got her phone number. Nowadays, it's like, well, you know, I was on the internet and I saw this girl's profile picture. So I liked her thing. And then we started, you know, DMing back and forth and yada. yada. I mean, there's people that, that can cultivate a whole fucking relationship and not even meet each other for six months. That's very true. And that's, that's the world. True. That's just yeah. not MC world. That's not biker world. That's just the world. Man, there's the cooler. Hey, hold man. on. There's there's a 747 in the room. Hold yeah. on. Let me get rid of that. That would be the free cooler we got because the you shift know, show continues. And again, if we were doing criminal activity, we would have gotten the cooler for free. We would have had enough money to actually buy one that doesn't sound like a 747 when it lands. But. Uh, Further to Dirty Side, you do want to read a good book, Tank's Recommendation. Great book about motorcycle clubs in the 70s. It's called Till the Wheels Fall Off. And it's about a club called the Wheel Lords from, uh, from uh, out in California. They're not around anymore. They were one of the AMA's first actual sanctioned clubs that they had. And it just talks about being on the scene when all the Hells Angels, the Purdue Angels, the San, San Francisco chapter, the Oakland chapter, all of them were run around one at the same time so the wheel lords till the wheels fall off good book hi norman clay i believe is the author's name or clay norman one of the two it's your story it's a good book man it's not my story it's a good book we should review it maybe we should i you we know talk about it i think so i think so i mean um, this whole podcast is this this episode is is basically just saying look be careful yeah out there there's crazy fucks that are going to try to be your friend and don't be one of the crazy fucks trying to be people's friends right away. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's trying to get to know somebody is one thing, but just take it easy. Well, here's the deal too. So let's say that you truly are interested. You want to become a friend of the club. You want to hang around a club. So you find that club looks pretty cool locally in your area. Um, you know, just don't go Jumping into that full full boost goose bozo, man. Like if you happen to see the patch members talking to each other, there's like two or three of them when they're having a private conversation. Wait. Look at it like this. Get acknowledged, then walk up and then say your shit. Look at it like this. I don't care how fucking hardcore you are. Okay. Let's say you're a former Navy SEAL. Okay. You have been on 15 fucking deployments. You have fucking spilled blood on two different continents okay great okay here's the fucking hard truth chances are if you come to a motorcycle club and and want to be a part of it they have to believe your story first yeah okay and as much as we would like to think that most people on planet earth have honor and integrity the fucking horrible fact is they don't so there's a lot of liars out there. Yeah. And if we don't know you from fucking Adam, we don't know if you're a liar or if you're legitimate. So we have to base it all on how your vibe is. So if you come to me and you're talking to me and you're like, man, I just, I just got out of the service. Uh, I was a fucking recon Marine. I fucking served fucking all over fucking the Middle East. I did all this badass shit. I'm going to say, all right, man, that's awesome, dude. Hey man, thanks for your service. Cool. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, is this dude cool? Is he legitimate or is he fucking telling me a fucking story? Yeah. Is he full of fucking shit? Because you can go on the internet and find all these different videos of stolen valor. Oh, God. 
hell, there's one about a motorcycle club that we fucking know. Uh-huh. It's a matter you know? of fact. Yeah. yeah. You know, Google it, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to get too deep into it. We've because talked it is about it is. many times anyway, so. But my point is, <laughs> yeah, my point is, I mean, motorcycle clubs, it's it's a family, it's a brotherhood. So you're not going to come into it right away. We're not just going to automatically take your word that you're awesome and be like, oh, shit, come be our, come be one of us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's amazing. I've just met him. He's fantastic. What was your name again? Wow. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Let's get him a probate patch. We want this guy in the club. Holy fuck. I can't believe how long his beard is. He's right, it. Right, right. I mean, here's the other thing, too. If you're out there, you're going to meet those clubs. You're going to meet them in an open house. You're going to meet them at a public event. I'm guaranteeing you at those open houses and those public events, that is when you're going to find the motorcycle club members on their best behavior. Listen, I don't give a fuck how you could be fucking John Q. Rambo mixed with Taco Bowman mixed with fucking David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Okay. If you meet a club and within the first fucking half an hour, ask them, how do I become a member? You are a dumb fuck. Don't ask that question. Yeah. Because you're going to get the response that is deserved. Like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah or, <laughs> well, there's a hundred dollar application fee. We only accept cash and uh, we'll let you know. Yeah. Non refundable. Yeah. Because that's the dumb fuck. Like, how do you become a member? Uh, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. How about just, hey, man, you guys are cool. I would like to fucking come to your next event. Or, hey, do you guys got anything else going on? Or, hey, man, let me buy you a beer. I mean, take it easy. You have to get recognized just take it easy and i just want to go on record we've talked about this before you and i both got recognized as metric riders yeah we were riding metric motorcycles people and we got recognized as potentials for a club we both bought harleys to join the club well, yeah. I mean, that's not the only reason why I bought my. No, I no. Was, I would not. I, well, it's not okay, the only one. Yeah, okay. But it, it was. It was. It was part of it. To know? give context. Right. I don't know if people are aware of this, but me and Tank, there is an age difference. <laughs> okay. Not a huge age difference, no. but at the time when we joined the club, it was one of those age difference where he was in the cruiser scene, as I was more still in the sport bike scene. I was like half in, half out. Because I was like trying to get into the whole vintage cafe racer thing because modern sport bikes are the most uncomfortable things on planet Earth, but yet the most funnest thing on planet Earth, if funnest is a word. Mm. I don't know if it is. I went to public schools. But so when I got a Harley, it was kind of like I was trying to get into the cruiser world. And then I was sort of getting somebody in my ear saying, hey, man, you'd be really fucking you'd be a really good addition to the club if you could fucking make it. So I was kind of like, well, let's get a Harley because I've always liked Harleys. It's just the initial cost of buying a bike. I mean, I've been looking for a second motorcycle and there are Honda Shadows and, and, and V-Stars and all these other great Japanese motorcycles for half the price of a Harley that I would love to ride because... Kawasaki Mean Street. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're great motorcycles. They are. But... In this motorcycle club, you got to ride an American V twin. And since I don't plan on leaving the club anytime in the near future, right? I need to buy another American V twin. Therefore, that's the reason why I don't have a new new uh, second motorcycle. 
because I really can't afford a second Harley because not enough of you people are sharing these videos hitting the like button right and we don't make any goddamn money doing this yeah can you help us get some parts at least for fuck's exactly. sake would it kill fuck. you to do that is there not is there not one fucking motorcycle fucking parts manufacturer listening out there and wants to sponsor a poor fucking white boy in fucking wisconsin right fuck we'll test parts for you we're really good at riding them on motorcycles <laughs> just i'll do a demo for a month yeah, yeah like, right just like shade tree surgeon is there a fucking harley dealer out there that wants to loan me a fucking road king for three months and i could talk about road king dick elect fucking con fuck anyways either way getting back i mean like i said we you know we went through we did the the, the right way yeah you know which we put the time in the effort put a lot in put a lot in to get our patches and we put a lot in to keep them it was a lot harder when we were trying to patch them. I, I couldn't agree more. It was, yeah. it, was it got a, way easier after the fact. I agree. I just agree. Like, just like every every dude out there that went through boot camp. And it was only hard when they went through it. But after that, it got a lot easier. It's your perspective changes. We, did, we went to school uphill both ways Yeah. in the snow, 365. With no knees. I just had straight legs, no oh, knees. They took my knee horrible caps times. Out. They didn't even have shoes back Terrible. then. Yeah. I didn't even have <laughs> shoes until I was 18. Well, you know what you're talking about is you're talking about perspective. Once again, we've right. gained perspective now. Right. Um, you know, was it everything that I thought it would be before I started prospecting as an MC member? Well, yes, but hell no. Well, it's it's simple. It's it life it's, it's, gets it's so easier. much more. It's so much less, but so much more. You know, it's just like everything in life. The human race. It's easier to be a human now than it was a hundred years ago. Sure. It, you know, like. None of us are, are fucking beating saber-toothed tigers in the head with a fucking rock to get dinner. It wasn't until 1930 when they got the splinters out of toilet paper, for fuck's sake. Right? I mean, think about that, people. And now, okay? like, <laughs> if you remember last year, the first fucking thing to fucking run out of the pandemic paper. was toilet paper. That's it's right. Like, That's right. It's like, oh, my God, the world might end. There's a disease out there. How am I going to wipe my ass? Toilet paper futures. Toilet paper and bullets. Either you had toilet paper or you were going to get that. Fucking for some reason, paper. spam, the canned spam, you can't find that on the shelf anymore. It's terrible. I never bought a can of spam. No? Nope. That's some good eating right there. Man. Well, my grandmother had spam before and she would make it and I wasn't a fan. No? I used to call roast beef George though. I, I don't know why. I grew up on it. I still have a couple cans in the, in the shelf. The spam? Oh, yeah. I, you know I, what I'm into? The canned that? chicken. The, the the chunks of chicken, chunk not, of chicken. I not like I tuna, but chicken as well. I can't bring myself to eat that. Oh, dude, you fucking you you fucking douse that shit in fucking sriracha. Put that shit in a tortilla. Eating. Well, we're we're back to we're now we're on cooking tips. All right, so I did. I actually you don't want to talk about cooking with me because I've I've been coming to grill. Man. Oh, you, you're getting domestic on man. What the fuck's going on there? That's sorry. You you're not Trent the grill master. You're you, not the grill master. Did you master. and Trent talk about my fucking grilled chicken we that did. I made? We did, it's and I said delicious. I thought it was overrated. What did he say? He, he thought you were right. <laughs> he thought it was the best in the world. I thought, he, well, that's weird that Trent would think that because I thought Trent was a vegan. Oh, right. That's Trent hated You're right. You're right. As a matter of fact, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody somebody messaged me on Facebook and was like, that Trent dude's a douchebag and here's why. And I was like, I agree. Maybe it was, he is to, a it was tofu chicken. He was talking about all of that impossible chicken or something. Yeah, yeah. The alternatives. But either way, you know, I did, I did an experiment though. I took four hot dogs and I wrapped them in foil mm -hmm. and I stuck them between the, the V-twin engine block. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was about uh, 22 miles nice. to heat them. So I did it, it was about 22 miles when I, when I got here to the clubhouse. I opened up the pack, 
I had some some uh, flour tortillas, rolled them up in there. I had hot 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 dogs off my V-twin motorbike. It was great. It's a little cooking tip there. Last night I made half pound hamburgers that fit perfectly inside a normal hamburger bun. Well, look at you go. So you made them larger than the bun, knowing that they would get smaller. Exactly. Yeah. But I, 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 I timed it to the point where they were perfectly hooked in the middle, right? Perfect, about 150-ish degrees. But the diameter was the same size as a bun. That's perfect. And they were about a half a pound. Well, you have to have that good burger-to-bun ratio. It's, exactly. It's very important. Very, and then I put, very, I put very the important. lettuce and the tomatoes, and I got that fucking oh, that, that, that yeah. fucking horseradish fucking mustard. And gave myself heartburn, yeah. but it was delicious. My perfect burger is cheeseburger with bacon, lettuce, onion, oh. ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. That's me. That's delicious. Mayonnaise. That's another thing. You got to have the is mayo. That a Midwest in thing. Comment no, below. No, it's a fucking Canadian thing. They put it on every sandwich you get up there. I love it. Like what? What? Who? I don't know. Whoever invented putting a fucking fried egg on a on a cheeseburger. Oh yeah. But that's the way to go. Actually, that is pretty good. Food. That's the way. Yeah. Like that semi runny, like not quite over medium, but not quite runny. Still oozy. Yeah. Like oozy. Yeah, oozy. Oozy egg. Like yellow pussy. Like you know. Oozy. Over oozy. Maybe the pussy is a bad word, but for you know describing sauces, but. Nonetheless, anyway, comment in the... Sorry. Yeah, comment below comment if you below, like mayonnaise please. on your cheeseburger. You have anyway. to have it. You have to have it. You got to have it. You, uh, like, you like mayonnaise, right? Not Miracle Whip? I like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise. The old lady has to buy the mayonnaise for me. Which, what brand she get? She uh, gets me the Hellman's. Yes, the Hellman's. That's the Hellman's the way to go. mayonnaise. Do you get the squeeze or the jar? No, I've got to get the jar. I get the squeeze. I'm lazy yeah, the, like that. See, I the jar. I like the jar because then I, I use it in different sauces. Oh, that's true. I do all sorts that's of true. things with it. Actually, if you're going to make a grilled cheese sandwich, yes, and you want it nice and crisp, right? Do, do not butter the outside. The mayonnaise, yeah. Put the mayonnaise yeah. and cook it much better. I just learned that last year. It yeah. is way better, and it's got a nice little zip to it. it does. It's good. So I had no idea how delicious fresh garlic was. Oh well, there's no comparison. I know. I just kind of got a fucking garlic fucking thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. The garlic press. Yep. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, yeah. My dirty evidently is cooking lately, folks. Just to let you. Well, know. I was laid up for like three fucking months. All I did was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever have you tried the uh, meat cooking loaf? videos and gun videos? Did you do the meatloaf recipe my wife gave you? Not yet. And here's why. And I'm gonna do it one of these fucking days because the wife and the boy hate the meatloaf. Oh, Jesus. they don't like meatloaf. Oh, so it's like, well, do I want to make a whole fucking meatloaf just for me? And then I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it because in my house, I'm usually the one that makes dinner. Cause I get home like three, four hours before the wife. So she gets home she's chill, wants, wants to relax. And I'm, I'm already relaxed from work, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how oh, I'm a bitch. I don't want to tell you, but long story short, I'm going to make myself a meatloaf and then I'm just going to have meatloaf sandwiches every day for fucking lunch. I still got the fucking, hold on, hold on, just to prove a point. You still have the recipe? Nobody's watching. I know. Nobody's watching. <laughs> Your mom is. My mom is, yeah. She's probably like, I got a meatloaf recipe, it's better than that. He's never, yeah, I know, right? That motherfuckers. I can't believe it. That's what she says, too. No, I talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, but yeah, for, I mean, no, I, yeah, last you still year, have it right there? Uh, hold on. You've proven a point. Well, you better have it. No, I better prove it. No, now it's a thing. Now it's a whole thing. Now it's a whole thing. Hey, look at that. Oh, yeah. I got one of them. Yeah, me too. Uh, It's a card. 
says I can shoot people. <laughs> and you got one of those just in case you need to get a lawyer involved. That's right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is, man. America. Anyway, he still has the recipe. Oh, there it is. Right there. There it is. Dude, I even had I even bought all the ingredients already. That's some gold right there. Right there. Man. Right there. Well, I mean, at the bottom half I'm bachelor. I'm batching it right now. The old ladies down south. I'm up north buying my own groceries, cooking for myself. And I got to tell you, ground beef is a big portion of my diet right now. One small, while dicing up, one small add to mixture. It, it got onion. Up. Onion. 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 I got it. Settled. Got to have a dice, diced onion in the meatloaf. But, yellow onion. Yeah, well, yeah, yellow onion. You know, here's the thing. Or if I did, if you really want a good yellow onion, get a Vidalia onion. A what? Vidalia. It's a specific variety out of Georgia mainly, and they're really, they're really sweet. They're good. You know what's weird is that I have a wallet for like the first time in, in a while that doesn't have a chain on it. That's weird. Do you know why that is? Why? Because my wallet chain wallet broke last year. Mm -hmm. And you know how hard it is to find a wallet chain wallet in the area right now? Because there's like no like real motorcycle anything or leather anything around here. Well, I, I bought a chain wallet and then yeah. I went to the pet store mm -hmm. and I bought a dog leash and then I cut right. it up and then put it on. But this is just like but a normal, your, normal. Yours used to be on a bike chain. Yeah, like a pedal bike chain. You had a pedal bike yeah. chain, yeah, for a long time. So yeah. I don't do the whole motorcycle chain thing because you know that's just fucking heavy and stupid. Why well, one of our club brothers has like actual chain link that you yeah. put like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, wow, because it, it weights his pants down. You could see it. He's special. He is. Wow, we love him. He's a machine. Yeah, no, he's he's he can take a fucking order like you wouldn't believe. He but... gets things done. He's a former marine. Yep, and you put you have to fucking kind of remind him sometimes to like do the most simplest of tasks. He wasn't the in charge marine, he was the doing no. marine. That's you know that's the one thing I <laughs> Which can is say fine too. about every marine that I've ever they will achieve any goal they want to achieve, but sometimes they need direction. That's true. I don't know. Like don't put that pile of shit on top of that TV there because you could crush it. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have to get a new one. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> sample size of one, by the way. Yeah, sample happen. size of one. I mean, that'll happen. Your your mileage may vary, but but you know, I, I just I got to address the chicken thing. You know, we're gonna have to have a chicken cook off here at, at the clubhouse to decide it. I, I, I would I would love the challenge. But let's do it next next time. I mean, I don't. I never thought I could make the best chicken in the world, but your, your chicken was pretty. Everybody good. who ate it said. It's chicken thing ever. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. We'll do. Know. We'll do. It'll be. A, we'll do. It'll be a chicken quarter challenge. The leg quarter challenge. How's that? Can you do whatever you want. Okay. Now, now, can we pick the medium on which we cook it on? Okay. Are we doing straight charcoal? Are we going propane? Are we doing smoker? Oh, no, I think we can. I think charcoal is easiest because I, I like charcoal. Yeah. Now, do you want to like do like it like control, like we go out. You get those little like like twenty dollar like Weber fucking grills that you like tailgate with. Yeah, like so the it's like a Joe's. control. Like I, everybody has the same charcoal. Everybody has the I think same we grill. Should. And I it's think all, we should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the twenty dollar grill special. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a couple of them. Yeah, get the pro. Get the. Uh, little, well, you know what? Charcoal. If if you're up for it, I don't know if you're up for it, but we do that UP ride. Uh huh. We could stop overnight somewhere. And do the chicken challenge. 
the road I, chicken challenge. Everything, everything that you use to cook the chicken, you have to be able to carry on a motorcycle. Okay. So I'm, you get a little I'm, five pound bag of charcoal and then a little grill. Yeah, go to Walmart, yeah, right. spend $40 yeah, and spices and a grill and charcoal. I don't have a problem with that at all. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm learning. I, you're probably going to win. You were a culinary genius back in the day. You were a chef, 20 some fucking years experience in the restaurant business. I, I was went I, to school. I won national awards and I was actually written up in, in uh, trade magazine two different times. Look at you. Yeah. Look I was phantom you. gourmet. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. The phantom gourmet is a huge, huge. Does that mean you had like a fucked up face and you wore a mask and you would. It's like, you don't know, you don't even know who the motherfucker is, but they come into your restaurant and they'll eat. And then suddenly the review will, will pop up. In, uh, in usually some of the Boston Globe or the Boston Herald. And uh, I was actually written up in, in Boston Magazine as one of Cape Cod's uh, up and coming promising chefs. Cape Cod. Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Cape Cod, That's Massachusetts. Right. That was like another fucking lifetime ago, man. You know, I, I don't, I, I miss it, but I don't miss it. Now, who's going to be the judge? Well, Miho. The people. Miho, well, yeah. Well, Miho's going to have to judge the chicken because he's, he's, He's a fat guy, gentlemen. He likes he to plus eat. size. He likes to eat. It'll He's be the brothers. Size. The brother. The, the brothers will decide. decide. We'll have to do. Brothers it'll be. Decide. It'll be a blind thing. So right. now, just remind them who's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much for the control. Okay. No, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be, be like perfect. There is, there is no problem. You can. You can vote for. Actually, you know what? Do. Feel free to comment below and let us know what you think the parameters of this chicken challenge. And if you be. have a chicken recipe, comment below the chicken recipe. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't know. I think we're going to end this because it's really cold out there and it's raining. It's and in I got, the forties and it's raining. You're on a motorcycle, and I'm on a motorcycle, so it's I, so cold. I had to turn the fucking temperature control in my Tahoe to the red. Oh, it's horrible. Well, I only have to go 15 miles, 14.2 miles. You got a windshield. I got a windshield. It's like yeah. being in a car. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. You know, I'm not worried about it. You know, what are you worried about getting wet? I don't know. Oh, real quick. Just so you know, I've been looking for a motorcycle, like a secondary bike for the past week or so. With a windscreen? And you won't believe how many 2000, 2003, 2004 motorcycles, they have like less than 20,000 motors miles on them, which is unheard of because most of the gentlemen that I see on social media, apparently they ride tens of thousands of miles a year. I wonder how <laughs> that works. That's weird. Hmm. Odd. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Everybody wants to do, be a biker until it comes time to do biker shit. Yep, everybody's hardcore. Yeah, until it comes time to have to be hardcore. Then they all, well, I don't know. I kind of told the wife I'd do this. Uh, so. Back in 82, I would have fucking rode across the country, but now I got a bum knee. Uh, we had a former <laughs> member of this club. Who, if the weather if the weather report was ever so slightly enough rain in the air, oh, God, he wouldn't even show up. Former member? Yeah, former member. Yeah. He hated he hated his uh, his nickname, so they gave him a worse one. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Don't complain about your road name. Okay, you, it'll just be worse. It can always be worse. Yeah, yeah, no shit. There's raining in Iowa, so I, I yeah. can't ride today in Wisconsin because that shit could drift over. Yeah, yeah. And right. I just I just polished it. Cool story, bro. Awesome. <laughs> cool story. How the fuck did you get through? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, well, anyway. I hate to say it, but I think sometime this summer that douchebag Trent's probably going to be back. But I'm glad you're back. It was nice to at least have somebody well, like to be back to talk to. 
And uh, I'm going to wrap it up here and just say, hey, man, the most dangerous part in your motorcycle is the nut that connects the seat to the handlebars. Later. Thanks, 2024.